Okay, welcome back to another episode of Pewology. This is a show where the people in the pews get to weigh in on a whole bunch of issues. Today we're talking with the boys about recovery and uh, Axel is affectionately named this podcast Crackhead Chronicles. It's cool with me. I mean, I'm not a crackhead, but <laughs> Axel most certainly is. Recovered crackhead. <laughs> I love it. All right, so I got a question for you. Get us rolling. Um, you're not allowed to date people in the program, right? Like Says who? People in the program Says are not allowed who? to date people in the program. Says who? Is that true? I love that you brought that up because this is the perfect guy for is that. It? Didn't you Says meet your who? wife in the program? I don't know. I just heard this. I've told, I, I have no like, reference. Who did you hear from? The, I, people. I have four groups that meet here at the church every oh, week. Man. And so I've been told this a number of times that you're not supposed to date other people in the system or the recovery or the movement or the or the gathering or whatever it is is that true he's married to you married somebody he's in, about in the, to get married i'm about to get married yes but, but did you did you meet them in in group uh yes i did yeah. so is that allowed but yes there's you no look like you're being coy <laughs> i don't know you well enough to know yet like there's no like, aa ah. president <laughs> <laughs> for a reason there's no aa president so there's these things there's these things called the 12 traditions, okay. and one of them, uh, specifically, they're made to protect AA and what AA is okay. from the people that are telling you things, Okay, because those things are opinions. Okay. So they protect from opinions, and one of them is principles before personalities. Okay. I got all kinds of personalities and well-intentioned ideas like, hey, man, you shouldn't date somebody because, you know, you, you might So is, that ju- is it just truly just an opinion? Yeah, just like one hundred percent, just an opinion. There's no hard and fast rule about dating. I didn't know that. I thought there was. Uh, There's probably an. Mm -hmm. I've heard it so many times. I just assumed that there was. Look at me making making assumptions. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. How about this? They say don't date in the first year of sobriety at all. Doesn't matter who you're dating. Just don't date anybody. They say that too. Is that an opinion? But like that that opinion has become so strong that they actually say that in in certain rooms and like in certain meetings they actually say that like. Yo, don't date within the first uh, um, year of sobriety or clean time because, like, we're the other fellowship. Ah. And then, um, and then, like, no, nobody even knows if that works because nobody's ever done it. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever done what? <laughs> Save like, themselves for a year. Oh, they yeah, just come yeah, back yeah. in. Right. How does right. anybody even know? Like, oh, they, they, they say it works, but like, how does anybody even know that works? <laughs> right, right, right. Talk about ideals Nobody's that are impossible to live up to. Everybody don't do back. this while they're like doing this in the other room. Like, yeah. I made it for a year almost. Yeah, but in the first year. What do you mean? In the first year of sobriety. Yeah. In the first year, yeah. you made it for so a whole year without date. dating again. Celibate. Celibate, Celibate for, a for a year. So no, no masturbation. Oh. Now, that's okay. a little. That's a, listen, take listen. Take it easy. I mean, <laughs> what am I, a maniac? <laughs> <laughs> what, am, what am I, some crazy man? Isn't that what's a little bit? Like, La- on, you know what? I love. He's like, what am I, a serial killer? Let me, let me, let me, let me clarify something. Okay. About when masturbation? I say, no. Oh. About celibacy. I mean, I, because I use the word celibate, it doesn't mean that I like took an oath of celibacy. Okay. I was celibate in the sense that I didn't have sex with anybody. And the reason I didn't have sex with anybody was purely out of fear of oh, relapsing. Wow. Why? Oh, just because um, you thought it would give in to like open door? To well, my, my, my story is filled with sex, drugs, and alcohol. Like the mix. In the mix. The mix. I would okay. go get sex or a girl wanting everything, yeah. not just that. Yeah. And I would want to drink. I'd want it all. Yeah. So I was okay. scared. Yeah. So I stayed away. So you thought you'd mix it up again. Like that would be a 
trigger, right, open yeah. door. Right. Yeah. Knowing very little from the, of the program itself, I just uh, took heed to those well-intentioned opinions. See, those opinions can lead to good things. Yeah. But they are opinions. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, they're... I gotcha. Not a hard and fast rule. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, you're also not supposed to, since we're talking about the opposite how long was, sex. Hold on, how long was your celibacy? Well, <laughs> I'm with my girlfriend, so maybe maybe minutes? <laughs> 25 minutes? <laughs> no, no, I had my girlfriend, who's now my wife, and then she was dealing with me for the last six years in my earnest attempts at staying sober. So the few times that I were, was able to get through detox and then maybe a couple of weeks and eventually a couple months and until now, I never had to have any celibacy and as a matter of fact, because of my drug of choice being a suppressant of sexual desire, mm. it's more like when you get sober, sex so, becomes. Well, hold on, I go slow because I yeah, don't think yeah. a lot of people. I think you just said something that a lot oh, of people are like, did, Wait, did, did what? Something go over your head? Yeah. So like, yeah. so so heroin would be heroin is definitely not like like what Albert was talking about. There's an intermingling and intertwining yeah. of sex and alcohol and cocaine, cocaine. Yeah. right? You know, it all works together. Right. But with heroin, it is so satisfying on such a profoundly deep level that there's no interest in sex. All you want it's is just this the, the heroin. heroin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like crack. Else. In a sense, it's like, you know. Kind of you know, like crack. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah well, nothing works on crack, right? I mean, you know, like, I even had like a, a functional. I issue love how with crack. it's like the cocaine guys, like, yeah, these heroin guys. And then the, the heroin <laughs> yeah. guys are like these crack guys. <laughs> Whoa! And these crack kids are like, we got no one to look down on. We're the lowest of the low. <laughs> We're at the bottom of the barrel. That is awesome. There's something yeah. even lower than crackheads, by the way. There is like stratification. Like when you go to rehab, you know, you got uh, your heroin addicts. They're cool. The cocaine addicts. They got great stories, you know. Yeah. And as you work your way down then it gets down to the worst of the worst glue and gas huffers 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 are the low respect for huffers (laughs) they're not getting they're not gonna have sex they're not you know they're just in a in a garage somewhere sniffing paint by the mothers yeah yeah. oh man what's a tweaker it's a meth head oh it's like i remember i tried that and like immediately they were coming who was, what do you I, mean? They were coming. I mean, who was they? The cops. Or, you know, like I, I was, I, mm. you know, like I tried it, and then, like I was behind this building off of Columbia. You know, like right there where Columbia and uh, and John Young meet. Okay, hold on, go slow. Like the day that you decide that you're like, okay, I'm giving meth a shot. Does does somebody come along and they're like, hey, have yes. you given meth a shot? They were like, oh, I don't like crack. It doesn't last that long. Try this. And I was like, uh, oh, okay. All right. I'm like, and I tried it. And I was like, another, you were out there looking for crack. Yeah. And they ran out of crack that day and you got some. some <laughs> no, no, I wasn't meth. looking for crack. I just didn't have enough money for crack and it had meth. Oh, okay. It was cheaper? Huh? It was technically cheaper because you, you can only, like, you buy a certain amount and it lasts you longer than. Uh, yeah. So it's a stretch. You can more stretch efficient. it. Yeah. Okay. Wild. Man, the, the meth. The meth thing for me is always crazy because you feel like the the before and after pictures and the length of time it takes to get to that before and after is so short. Yeah, it's like six like months. It's, yeah, oh, it's yeah. Like normal they human looked being. like this. They were going. They were working at like Allstate as they were in a professional <laughs> job, and now it's now like they have like, no teeth. Right. And it's no like teeth, six months. It was like a racket. Like, missing an arm. And you're like, holy cow! Yeah. Like that happened quick, man. Yeah, that's a drug that's also super synonymous with uh, with sex and whatnot. 
You know, I mean, all I'm, stimulants. Yeah, all stimulants. Stimul- right? Yeah, you're right. Stimulants, stimulants and sex go together. Right, okay. as opposed to a so heroin would just be like like no. the opposite of that. And but what's what's uh, interesting about heroin? When you get off of the heroin, you detox from the heroin. All your emotions and all of the uh, the chemistry in your body it roars back. You know, even more okay. so. It's like a rebound effect. Okay. So not only are you extremely sad or extremely happy you go through all these emotions that were suppressed for a long time but your sex drive comes back you know and it comes back very strong okay and so there's there's it's a, like time, a rubber band like a rubber band yeah yeah like everything is a rebound when you're okay. using drugs or alcohol or any kind of even medication right. there's always some kind of rebound that happens you know i mean even even like to the simplest thing like a nasal spray uh, you know, that opens up your passageway. Yeah, yeah. When that wears off, your passageway is going to be inflamed more than it was before you used the right. spray. That's, right. a, that's a rebound. Right. It works the same way with our emotions and yeah. with our chemistry and our brains. So anyway, the point is that you're, you know, you just, when you come back from heroin detox and you're back with your wife, as I was, yeah. that was actually, in a sense, it could be a really healthy time yeah. in terms of uh, redeveloping yeah. our our She's sex. Like, take it easy for the love. Yeah, yeah. There's some of that too, but you know, you know, uh, when you're suppressed for so long, you know. And you're married. To, I, I, I don't know if she's going to listen to this, so I got to be really careful. I'm say, I don't want to embarrass her. I'm going to let her know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That yeah. Makes sense. So you can date. Ultimately, you can date, and you found love. In, you can if you want. You can group. do anything you want. There are no rules. There are no rules. There's some, some guidelines. Some guidelines. Give me what's a good guideline? No, wait a minute. Hold on. Do you, is the guideline synonymous with the opinions? Or are the guidelines hard and fast? I would say, okay. Let me uh, give me an example of a guideline. Example of a guideline? Yeah. Um, step one. Okay. 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 All twelve steps. Okay. All the guidelines. twelve steps. So you say those are guidelines. So they're right. like, hey, we all agree on these. We're coming on the to very learn these, on the very last page these. of the book. It says. That these are just suggestions. In other words, okay. we're just suggesting that you do these twelve guidelines. Okay. We did them and it worked. Right. But you don't have to. Right. The only thing you need to be a part of this is to have the desire to stop drinking, but or to stop using or whatnot. But in the end, there's no there's no rules really. Right. Okay, that makes sense. There's rules as far as the, the, but what the you're closest saying, thing to a rule is the twelve traditions, but they're really to protect the fellowship from yeah, the from opinions. The yeah, but you're really saying that. So you're really delineating between the guidelines and then just other opinions. So you're like, hey, these are guidelines. These are these are the AA guidelines. They were once probably, and they're even still like suggestions, quote unquote, at the end. But these are what works. This is what we agree on. This is what we work together on. This is our this is our roadmap. But there's a whole bunch of opinions of just people in the room, or people who've been through, or people who feel like they're fathered in, or people who feel like they're correct of, of, of people. Yeah, yeah. because Sponsors. we're all. Well, I'll speak for myself of people like me because I am opinionated. Okay. And I think, you know. I mean, you like soccer. You just, so. Right. If you sure. just, <laughs> you know, listen to what I say, you'll be okay. Uh, okay. Gotcha. You know, but some of those suggestions are good. Like, for example, sure. I have this friend. This is not an AA thing. This is a relationship thing. Okay. But I got this buddy. He meets this girl on a Thursday. And then uh, by Monday, they go on their first date. And then by Tuesday, they're living together oh. in one room, 
right now who is this, this buddy this is a good friend of it's mine i really love you this know? guy i really love okay. this guy got it and you know the suggestion <laughs> is hey maybe you shouldn't move in together after four days you know right that's a really good suggestion right? yeah there's no rule of course it, a person can try and it might work out who knows it right. could work out roll but the dice it's really you're putting yourself in a, in a really really tough situation that many guys to have put work. themselves in before and it just hasn't worked and it hasn't worked right yeah. right that's 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 Sometimes, a lot of what he's talking about that's a lot of pressure <laughs> right right from the get especially in one room yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> to be yeah. but you know, the, okay. The, the reason why those um those are just suggestions and like you could do whatever you want is because we never really know what truly can happen in our lives in order for us to have another experience and then like an an a way for us to use that experience to help another person who might be going through the same thing. Okay, you know. So like, you're basically I went through like, the same thing. This is how I got out of it, you know, and like this is what I felt, and then um, and this is exactly what I did whenever I was put in this tough situation. Mm. So doing that dumb thing that right. he wants to tell him not to do, right, might be part of his story. Yeah. So like, in fact, he might have to learn it the hard way, correct. so he can tell somebody else. Correct. It seems some like, other idiot. Uh, you know, it seems, seems like, like some alcoholics circular. and addicts. They. It seems like that's really the primary way they learn things <laughs> is by hitting their head against the wall until they're like, "Wait a minute, the wall is hard." You know, <laughs> that seems to be the, the the way it works best to give those opinions is to to say, "Well, I don't know what you should do. I can't manage my own life. I'm an alcoholic, and I've accepted that." But in my experience, it hasn't worked out when I make rash decisions. Right. Right. But then be loving. And kind when he does it. Right. But the, here's the thing. When it's, when I want him to do something and then I, and then he does it against my, my uh, direction. And then I'm like, well, you're fired, quote unquote, fired as, as my sponsee or, you know, well, you did that and, you know, mm. you messed up. Then it wasn't loving and kind. Right. It wasn't me playing God. Yeah. And I think that you should do this. And then when you didn't listen to me, here's your punishment. Right, go go find another sponsor, yeah. or or even the punishment of have being being coming back from that. See, if if I give it as a loving and kind, if if it doesn't work out, come see me again. Mm -hmm. He will come see me again. Right. But if I if I go, don't do it. I'm just dad, and he will never come back because he, when he fails, he will be. There's too much shame. Or too, too much, much shame. He doesn't want to hear. I told yeah. you so. He already gets that from everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So. The and that balance is hard to strike. Yeah. Right. Because but that's you learning know to be a good sponsor. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to learn that sometimes by failure. Absolutely. Yeah. P told plenty of guys what to do. Sounds a lot like parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. You know. No, it really. Especially is. with a like a teenager. teenager. Yeah. Because teenager you parent. you've really got to teach them to. To, you really got to let go and let them mess up. He knows. He's got like nine yeah, of them. I know. Yeah, surrounded by Surrounded by these knuckleheads. Right? And don't you often, you're like, man, you know, he, he's going to have to or she's going to have to yeah, fail this at this. Absolutely. He's going to have to screw this up. I can tell 100%. them. But, you know, and but then yeah, at the same time, you don't want them to. You know, you don't want I them. don't want the pain, but yeah. it, sometimes it has to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every now and then my, I have a 23-year-old and he'll tell me something. I'm like, mm, oh, boy. Right, go, you know, but yeah. I just, you know, you got to let him, let him roll. Yeah, well, roll I, hear, I hear dumb stuff from my thirteen-year-old on the hour, you know, <laughs> on the hour. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah thirteen-year-olds yeah. are full of dumb stuff. Yeah, yeah. such yeah. dumb opinions. All day. And he's, he's, you know, he's a teacher. Yeah. Oh, you're teaching. Oh. Eighth grade, eighth, eighth grade, thirteen-year-olds. You're a special breed, man. Yeah. If you're teaching know. middle school, 
That's like the holy grail of teaching. Like you are like such a special they're, person. They're That's tough. like special forces of teachers. <laughs> it, it really is like the, like the Navy, the Seals. Navy, Navy Seals, Seals of teachers. <laughs> like no one just signs up for middle school, right? No one. We does. gotta go through a special training. Absolutely, you do. <laughs> Imagine. I don't even know how you do it, bro. I mean, that is so wild to me because I've been on so many middle school campuses in Osceola County, and I'm like, nope, pass, hard pass for me. You know what I mean? You see them doing drugs yet? Um, I personally haven't, but there, there is definitely. Yeah. Oh, it's going on. Oh yeah. Oh, it's happening, bro. Mm-hmm. Especially oh, yeah. in our county. Yeah, my my son. Especially, is... you work at Kissimmee Middle. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Were, it's definitely, it's definitely going. That's on. like oh, no, SEAL I, Team I, Six. I you, that's not that's, just that's, not the SEALs. That's, that's, that's where I went to school. <laughs> that's the flagship. That's, oh, that's where I started. That's who got you to be you. Yeah. <laughs> Kissimmee Middle Testimony. KMS. KMS. Dude, KMS. All right, let me ask you this, though. What about, so you said suggestions. These are just suggestions. So let let me rephrase that. They're meant to be suggestive. In other words, you can do them or you can not do them. So you're you're basically asking free will. It's like, hey, you're free to do this, right? There's a reason why it's in the back of the book, too. You got to freely choose. (laughs) You got to be the one to to initiate. You you can't be made to do it, forced to do it, coerced to do it. You just have to want to do it. Correct. That's what you're really saying. Was yeah, the, exactly. Oh. The, the twelve steps are. Yeah. The program is a suggested program. Nobody's right. forcing you to do this or anything at all. You read this book, and if you think, I mean, you're going on blind faith, right? Yeah. Really? Did these guys really get sober? Or they yeah. Just made some money on this book, right? Right. Or if it's a guy in person, like Avi comes up to me and like, really, is he is he telling me the truth or does he want me to join yeah. the cult? You know, but you know this triangle thing yeah so <laughs> the i mean triangle. yeah like uh, so at, at first you're just going on blind faith you're yeah. just kind of like jump hopping in there and saying you know i believe this guy somehow or believe this woman and uh the program itself is suggestive right. where a lot of people you might hear some opinions is that it's suggested that you do it this way or that way. And that's right. not suggested. Okay. Like they the suggest program is 90 and 90. I see what you're saying now. Su- I totally get it. They suggest 90 and 90. But the like way 90 meetings it. in 90 days. Right. Like, and then when I came back, I didn't go to 90 and 90 meetings. I, like, after I relapsed and I came back, I went to like one meeting a day. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Not one meeting a day. A one meeting a week. Yeah. Right? And it was the meeting that he brought into Park Place. Okay. Other than that, like, I would just be at his house and just, like, you know, sometimes doing inventory, sometimes not. Yeah. You know, but, like, initially, like, within the next, uh, the first, like, 45 days, I didn't do right a meeting a day for 45 days. Right. No, I get it. Cause I, I guess the reason that triggered in my mind when you said suggestion, I was thinking, okay, so the place where... You know, the big book and what I would call my big book, the Bible, Connect, is like the idea that it's it's too built on – the concepts are built on the idea of like, hey, you can't be coerced into this. You can't be forced into this. You have to freely choose that these principles – but at the same time, like I would call the principle – like say just like the principle of forgiveness, right? I would call it a moral principle, meaning that it has something to it that's so in tune with the sacred, right? It's so in tune with the way we're created that it's that it is an issue of right or wrong. Like to harbor bitterness is wrong, right? Even if you don't, you have, you have the free choice to harbor it. Like that's your free choice, but it'll hurt you. It's wrong. It's not the way we're intended or created to be, right? And so I just didn't know if you guys looked at it the same way. Like you look at it that way, like, hey, you're free, 
to not do this, but it'll hurt, right? It, you, there's a block here. It doesn't get better. Like this is the path towards like the way we're created or made to be. Does that make sense? Very much so. Does that language yeah. work or is that yeah. a little off I think for you? So. No, yeah. that's, that's not off for me. Um, I think uh, it's, it's part of, um, you know, through experience, you, you're able to say what you say lovingly. Right. And you're able to articulate it uh, perhaps more eloquently than before without passion. Like you just truly, here it is and take it. And if it's, you know, you're not interested, I'll be here when you, when. I love your, I love your, the way you said that too, because I think you're exposing what a lot of people find that's so tough with religion, right? Because a lot of people find religion through a religious leader and a lot of the religious leaders are manipulating the religious dogma for their own benefit, right? And that's what pe- turns people off from religion, right? So they, they've run into a leader, a rabbi, a priest, an imam, or something who's using some sacred literature, sacred book, or some moral principle to control the person, not to free the person, not to say, hey, this is for you to choose, and it's connected to your sacred being, right? You choose, right? But hey, do this, and there's all this layers of do it for me, do it for like approval, do it for control do it for me and then all of a sudden you're like baby out with bath water religion is bad like god is bad like morals are bad like it's all bad right it's it's not that it's bad it's just the what you was presented to you was an abuse of really and that thing things can happen with the sponsor that's what you're saying and you have to be very careful because there's a there's a lot of what you do and say and and i'm speaking for myself i've done all this stuff yeah i've done enough harm uh, I've said enough things in in a way that wasn't helpful that the person who is that knows nothing thinks it's AA talking to him, right? Mm. Not Albert. Doesn't realize that hey, it's Albert good. talking to him, yeah. and so he thinks AA doesn't work or AA is assholes. When right. Really, Albert's just the asshole. Absolutely. You know what I mean? No, it's um, and it's it's those are re- those are realizations that that I've had because there's something's got to give, and and the fact of the matter is. Um, when you continue to suffer from the alcoholism and and you really dedicate time to prayer and meditation, you're going to come up with there's so much room there's always room for growth yeah. and for me that's been that's been it you know I've, there's this uh, my sponsor describes it as uh, one one end have being an iron fist and I've always been an iron fist guy okay. um and on the the other end is uh, you know the the guy that's like nice guy, that kind of sponsorship, yeah. right? Takes him out to eat, has a, like, I don't, I've never, like, we're getting down to the book and I'm not interested. I, I even <laughs> tell not, him. We're not going to Burger King. I tell him this, this is my first thing. It's like, I'm not here to be friends. I'm not here to be But you boy. got that way out of years or, you know, some time being that nice guy and then seeing like that. Well, didn't... to me, I think I got that way because that's what worked for me. Okay. So the Iron Fist worked for me, so I'm more of an Iron Fist guy. But I have learned that that you can be a total jerk. Yeah. And you give AA a bad name, not yeah. just you, because I'm okay with you. Because yeah, you I'm represent something in the moment. So, yeah, I got so it. What, I am what, an ass. Yeah. But. So what he's learned to do, in my perspective, is be an Iron Fist in a gentle way. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. the gentle fist. It's, but it's, 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 <laughs> iron, it's, it's iron fist with purpose, right? So it's not for your benefit any longer. It's not just dri- driving your ego or your personality. It's, hey, this I've seen this work, and it's for their benefit. So it's, it's, it's selfless in nature. If you truly care about 
their lives as opposed to their feelings. Like my sponsor, I can curse, right? Yeah. My sponsor told me, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. Right. If you're butthurt about some yeah. shit, like you don't have to do this. Yeah. Um, that's fact. Don't waste my time. Right. You know, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I give a fuck about your life. Right. And if you are truly, by the way, if you are truly, he would always add that because yeah. you may not be like, I may not have been like him. I was. Right. But he goes, if you're truly like me, you're going to die of alcoholism. Yeah. Period. The end. Yeah. As that's where I was headed. Um, and I'm convinced that I'm the real alcoholic that if I don't do this thing, I'm going to die of alcoholism. Yeah. Sooner or later. But you right. know what's cool that you had mentioned the rabbi, the priest, and the imam and their intentions, yeah. they might not be pure. At least at least in AA, there's no money involved. You know, you know I what I mean? I think that's huge, obviously. There's there's a huge there's look, there's I'm not saying all the intentions right. are pure. Like you might get somebody who wants to sponsor a woman because he right. finds that woman attractive. Right. I mean that stuff right. like that can happen. It certainly can play upon play upon a sponsor's ego to have lots of sponsees, yeah. maybe start a meeting yeah. and, you know, and, and, and that meeting grows, you know, those are all things that can, but one thing that doesn't happen is there isn't exactly, there isn't exactly an angle for profit. Right. And by removing that, that takes a really big part of unpure intentions out of AA. So you Fair. can bet that if somebody is going to sponsor you, it's probably a, it's probably a better than 50% chance that their intentions at the very least are pure enough to say, I just want to help this person and right. get sober the way I've learned to get sober. I want to pass that on. Yeah. No, In that's fact, fair. That's, a, that's, that's fair. a core part of, of why this works. Um, when, uh, when Bill W. was in his uh, last run, he was in the hospital bed in 1934. Ebby, who's his sponsor per se, went in there again for the second time. They'd already had a conversation, but this guy's sitting in a hospital again, right? After they've already had a conversation and he's seen that this possible and, and he goes, kind of sarcastically, he goes, all right, Abby, like, what is it? What's your magic little formula? And the magic little formula were the steps, but they were only six. And then they later made it easy for us to just, like, do it in 12, which yeah. is so much easier. Back then, it was in six, and it was completely out of order. It was, you got to get honest with yourself. Right. You got to get honest with another person about yourself. Right. An internal house cleaning, repair the damage of your past, work or help another alcoholic without the motive of profit or prestige. And you talked about prestige a little bit. And then pray to a higher power, yeah. those six. And I think that that fifth one, uh, without the motive for profit or prestige, are really, really coarse. Yeah. They're, 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 they're really tied in there. And, and, and he's right. When you find yourself doing it for prestige, it's just as bad as doing it for profit. Sure. Sure. Yeah, and going, it's about your ego. Going back to guidelines and not rules, those 12... Uh, those 12 traditions that are there alongside the 12 steps, yeah. it's how they manage the, the, the AA group or the AA, right. let's just call it a business for a second. Right. It's not a business. I know but, what you mean. You know, the, the structure of AA is managed by those 12 traditions. And what it allows for is for this organization to exist primarily and solely for the purpose of helping other alcoholics. Right. By removing any kind of interest, like, you know, anybody who serves in a position of power in AA, they're not going to get compensated for that. Right. Absolutely we, we, not. We decline outside contributions, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Unless you're a club. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Wait, clubs, why? Clubs take contributions? Yeah. Well, it's a different, they're, they're two separate entities. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're actually two separate entities. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Unless you mix them up, and then there's, there's I mean, meetings and what a drama. Yeah, drama. Yeah, 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 yeah. drama. Mm-hmm. Which is just you get people in a room. There's going to be. It don't matter. Most of the people are retired. Retired. <laughs> 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 Tell me this though. So, Before we started this thing, you were saying there's two. There's two different people. Yeah. In a meeting, who are the two different people for you? So. Uh, like you mean like the two different fellowships? No, you were saying there's like two, before I said yeah, yeah. I said hold on. Okay. You said there's two people, two types of people in a meeting, or two types of people in AA. Like yeah, like uh, the beginning right of uh, the two types of people. There's two. Uh, there's one person who goes and like believes the program of Alcoholics Anonymous is going to a meeting a day, you know, okay. and then like like doing some of the principles, okay. you know. Never actually working the steps, but learning about the steps, you know, sharing what happened to them that day, and then they're good for the day, you know. And then the other type of person is somebody who's coming to a meeting to not like, how do I put this? Um, you know, coming to a meeting to try and like, I don't know how to put this. Um, Carry the message of of AA. Okay. You know, not their message, but the AA's message. You know, going and actively sponsoring other people. Like, yeah. Sharing their experience with the steps. With solution. They're, with they're the solution. solution based. Yeah. Solution like, A solution out of the big book. Right, right. Not out of the. Opinions. And not just focus on themselves, but outwardly focus, what you're saying. Like some sort of selflessness to them. Yeah. Like they're actually taking something and passing it along. Well, there's a lot of people that come to an AA meeting, they haven't done the steps, and they come in and they use it as a group therapy, and they, they might talk about their day, and today my daughter was this or my mom was that, and I'm just so glad to be here at this meeting with you people. And that might even be enough for them. You know, It, it wasn't for me. I, I doubt it was enough for Albert and for Axel to be able to just sit in a meeting and vent, basically. That, does that happen a lot? T- to be fair... Some of these people haven't had an adequate presentation of the program. Okay. Right? For, I didn't have an adequate presentation of the program from 2014 to 2016. Yeah. And I'm fortunate enough not to have died. Right. But the fact of the matter is, and you know what? I'm going to say, I'm a, I'll, I'll point this out too. I'm not going to, because I'm not, I don't want to sit here blaming all those people from right. 14 to 16. Like, I went to tons of meetings. There's two things at play. One is most likely I didn't hear it. Because I wasn't at the right place in okay. my sobriety, Fair. so I'll, I'll I'll put myself in that. But for whatever reason, definitely the presentation wasn't in my face until it was in my face in 2016. What happened in 2016? In 2016, uh, a gentleman I went to a meeting precisely for that reason. Right. I mean, I I got out of to have the job that I have. Right. Uh, and by the way, it was a way better job because you just gotten it, right? I don't care how bad. Think of a really horrible job you We had. just thought of it. It's middle school teacher. Oh, no, but you've had. <laughs> no, really, jo- really bad job you've had. <laughs> okay, okay. The worst job you've ever had. Okay. Now go back to the day you got that shit. Okay. You were excited. Yeah, yeah. You're ready you ready to roll. You wanted that yes. job. You're like, I'm okay. working at Village Inn, cleaning right, dishes. Exactly. That was the first thing you thought about. But you, you went into an interview. <laughs> yes. And, and you, you wanted that even job. Even if you were honest, which you probably weren't, but yeah. Even if you were honest, you really wanted this job, yeah. and then two months later or a year later or whatever, it was the worst job in the world. 
I lost my train of thought. What was that? <laughs> you're talking about 2016. You're you're going into a meeting. Uh-huh. Like, oh, what okay, ha- okay, okay. So the job was brand new, man. I just, this is September 2016. Okay. It just school year just started. I just gotten this job. I was, I mean, I was I was still wearing a tie as as a, <laughs> as a teacher. You know what I mean? A tie and short shorts. He was so like hopeful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Right. yeah. <laughs> I have the car that I have, uh, which Avi makes fun of me for. It was like. You know, just got in the car, yeah. man. It still owed my dad for 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 what he lent me for it. It was so like I had everything going for me. I'd been sober for four and a half months, so physically I was great. Yeah. Yet there was a what I what what I thought was a case of the Mondays for me, a case of the Mondays or a case of anything. Looks like I want to quit. Mm-hmm. That's what alcoholism meant. That's how it manifests in me. I, I want to quit. But when I mm-hmm. say I want to quit, I don't really want to quit. Just the job. It might be the job at the moment. Really, I just want you to leave me the hell alone. I want to quit life. life. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the way I felt. And I knew what I was feeling. I knew I wanted to drink. Like, I knew something. Like, yeah. I, I, I was scared. Yeah. And so, because I had been misled. See, these funny things. There's a part of my story. See, all those... I was misled for those two years really wasn't because what came into my mind is I need a meeting, right? Okay. What a foolish idea. That's not what a meeting is to me now. A meeting right. is I go carry the message. Uh, but okay. back then I went to a meeting and I happened to be a meeting that some guy was like reading out of the book. They were cross talking. The guy was like, it was like a class, right? And I'm sitting there in my funk, can't stay sober for more than three months and saying, who's, what is this? This is not a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous. What is this guy doing, right? This guy's 20 years sober, yeah. knows the book in and out, but I'm sitting there, can't stay sober and telling him right. like, in my mind, assassinating his character. And uh, he pointed out three very important things, which was one, I can't manage my own life sober. Yeah. Otherwise, if I can manage my own life sober, what the hell are you doing at a meeting yeah. on a Monday night? Yeah. Don't manage your life. Yeah. Plenty of people have the case on Mondays. Yeah. They don't, they don't go to meetings. Yeah. They, they go like the see Monday their kids meeting. and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. What is, you know? So that, that one line... Caught you. Yeah, that that one line was a huge one that I couldn't manage my life sober. In fact, it brought a smile to my face, which is you know ironic. Like I can't like something clicked for you. Bad news. Like bad news. You can't manage your own life sober. Like you're fucked. Yeah. That brought a smile to my face. Well, because it it was like when the doctor in 2014 said you have ADHD. It was like oh that's why. Yeah. And then when he said you have uh, generalized anxiety disorder. Oh that's why. Yeah. So it was like. That's why I'm you a loser. Answers. That's why I got yeah, answers. I got answers. And when it, the answer, was, as bad as the answer was, right. you can't manage your own life. You'd rather know it than yes. not know it. Yeah. And that left me pretty fucked yeah. and with no other option except him manage my own life, which he said, dude, I put a gun to my mouth after 20 years of sobriety. Do you want me managing your own life, managing your life? Or it's going to have to be something of higher power. Right. And it was, that's when I felt, man. I was a militant atheist up wow, until really? I realized that I was cornered and that whatever, the only thing that was going to get me out of this corner was this higher power. Wow. Which I, by the way, had. crazy story. And and that's, that's truly, I mean, that's what happened in 2016. That's what, and I said, like frantically, what do I do? Meet me here every week. That's it. And we just went through the steps. Yeah. Which is a result of, I got a, you know, connection with my higher power. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've been like trying to get him to actually make time to come here yeah. since we started this thing. Yeah. Because like out of everybody who I know in A, right? Like in I know a lot quite a few people in Orlando. Yeah. I mean, 
it's a little biased because he is my sponsor. But the fact is, like, he's the only person who I know, had, other than, like, him, him and, and Jessica yeah, are, like, they sponsor, like, almost half of Kissimmee by themselves. <laughs> and I say that because, like, they, they, they make it part of their schedule to go in a into park place yeah and spend extra time with with right. people like things that uh, they're more selfless than anybody who i've seen in a that's fair you know I are mean, you but you're about to get married yes are you worried how that's gonna affect it what and Mar- that's it on marriage married life the new too. new responsibilities how that affect your like your i would say like i'm gonna call it missionary work uh-huh. how about that yeah yeah sure yeah your mission work with that you think it'll no affect no no you're gonna yeah. have kids uh we're not sure yet I I at this moment I don't want to, oh, yeah. but I'm open oh, to it because guy. I I kind of <laughs> he's already got he's already got oh, like three middle guys. school teacher. I have to remain he likes soccer <laughs> and he thinks he's not having kids. Well, <laughs> I'm, of this guy. we're not having kids. Oh, he's got he's got furry uh, kids. She's she she's going through early menopause. She oh, can't have kids. She okay. had a bunch of uh, miscarriages and. But so. you think maybe she won't want to adopt or foster or something? Uh she, correct. Okay. Which um again. I'm open-minded to only because of the steps. Yeah. Because I know better. Yeah. Like, I could draw you a 13-year-old T-chart with pros and cons and tell you, yeah. I'm not having kids. It's ridiculous. Look yeah. at all the pr- look at all the cons. Absurd. <laughs> 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 at least he knows. He's going in eyes wide open. How yeah, hard yeah. Be? <laughs> I know Please. all the cons, but at yeah. the same time, I, I can't <laughs> shut that door. Right. One, because she is more, open she wants him. And you're going to um, be a partner now. It's, it's correct. 50, 50. You're, and you're because it, yeah. for that reason, and for especially because it's part of my program. I it, when I sh- when I shut my mind to something and I'm right, that's when Albert comes out. Default Albert yeah. starts. It, it's yeah. especially when I know I'm right. Like watch me. Like if I actually take pen to paper and draw that T chart. Yeah. Oh man, then I'm trying to prove something. Yeah. yeah. You know. Look. I always find true that uh, I, I don't want to guide you too much, but I always find it true that when you start telling God you're not going to something's not going to happen to, it's always a dangerous thing. Hmm. We're not going to have kids. I'm like, "Oh boy, here we go." Oh, especially with an alcoholic. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not doing this ever again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Come on. Nobody now. believes. Yeah. That's so, why we say you never tattoo your sobriety date on oh, your arm. Never do that. That, that. that is That's another like uh, opinion? Well, you yes, know. <laughs> personally, yes. Personal In my experience, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, like, I, wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't either. I mean, I did. D- tattoo my history, the, I don't think I would ever do that. No. I did tattoo the triangle and uh, my version of unity recovery and service, but. Oh, that's cool. Speaking of Park Place, though, and we weren't really speaking of Park Place, but it was mentioned. I kind of have to go to Park Place. No, we got to oh, get out of park, here anyway. You doing Park Place today? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, no, we got to wrap it up. Hey, man. He knows Jason. It was really oh, good. Yeah. Uh, Never mind. Oh, yeah. Really good time. Thank you for coming. Guys, uh, I love you. Here. I can be it's here. Good to, it's good to have everybody. Awesome. When are you guys again. doing it again? We'll do it, we, we do it every Monday now. So just come. So We'd love to have you. next Monday. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah, we can still do it Monday. I mean, it's the day after Christmas, yeah. but whatever. What's today's day? Today's yeah. the 19th? So it'll be the 26th. So 26th. Right? Yeah. 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 I'll try yeah, to so make it. Next come, Monday, because uh, the win, after that, I'm back. Then you're back at, well, the summer will be good for you. Yeah, the summer. We'll bring Definitely. you back in in the summer. It'll be good. All right. All right. Good. Thanks, guys. All right. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Love you, man.